Hey, did you see that a sealed copy of Super Mario 64 just sold for like 1.5 million at auction? I did not see this story. Would you tell me? About, hang on, wait. It says, would you tell me about it? Exclamation mark. Is it supposed to have the exclamation mark? Yes, it is supposed to have the exclamation Would you tell me inside. about it? Yes, exactly. That is perfect. That's a great tune. All right, let's okay. uh, start over. No, um, <laughs> and this is shortly as well after like Legend of Zelda, uh, a copy of that sold for like 870000 Hmm, which would I rather have? $1.5 million and a better game or less money in a worse game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the so first question is is which which game do you like better? Legend of Zelda or Super Mario 64? So wait, is this the original Legend of Zelda for the Nintendo NES? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think so. That's like that's the easiest question I've ever had to answer Obvious, in my life. Super Mario 64 right? is is a good game that holds up. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Um Okay, uh, how, how much would you pay for a sealed copy of Super Mario 64? Oh, God. A sealed copy? Yeah. Uh, 20 bucks. I don't care, dude. <laughs> 20 bucks? I've, I've got it on my Switch right now. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I, I honestly can't imagine spending that much. I don't care. Like... Like that much Anything. for me is it, yeah that when you say that much Anything. it could be thirty bucks I'm like no <laughs> what would you what would you spend one point five million dollars on what thing anything okay well okay let me ask you this how much money do I have it doesn't matter but you it, have one point five million dollars that you can buy, you have one point five million dollars and you can use that to buy any one thing I have to spend it yeah you okay. you have to you you have to use it in a lump sum to buy any one thing. Um, I, it's, it, mm, okay, let me what think about it. I'm really thinking about this. I would buy, okay, I got it. I would buy yeah. a really advanced and rigorous sort of, um, like training, uh, facility, like really advanced, uh -huh. just high, you know, high like tech. A, like yeah. training for what? Like physical training? Uh, like to make you strong? Well, some sort of, you know, let's say hockey, maybe, because it's it's not a, it's not a very saturated okay. sport. Hockey is still dominated by less than, you know, stellar athletes. <laughs> okay. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to train someone. I'm going to find some big corn-fed white kid in the Midwest that doesn't know shit about hockey because it doesn't, maybe they're too poor to have a pond or something. I don't fucking know. And I'm, okay. I'm going to train him in this facility, and I'm going to train him to be the world's greatest, um, I need one hockey position, goalie. World's greatest uh -huh. goalie. And he's going to make a ton of money, and then he'll pay me as his, his best friend, his coach, father, so I, might, would, I might adopt him. You would buy a facility <laughs> to train one guy. I, would, uh, I wouldn't buy it. I would build it. And I would learn. Oh, you would construct it. I would spend my time. Listen, this is my free time, so I'm not, I, I'm not spending the money. I would, in my free time, I would learn everything there is to know about hockey, the history, the coaching strategies, uh, you know, strong goalies of the past. I can't name one goalie for you, but I would learn it. I feel <laughs> like you should really rethink this. What you do want to know? What I would do if guys, I had 1.5 million dollars? Don't say buy buy a, a video of Mario. Don't say buy Mario. Unless it's Mario's Pizza and you want to franchise it, then I'm interested. <laughs> I would no. I would just buy something worth one point five six million dollars and sell it, and then I would have one point five six million dollars to 
to to spend however I wanted. You would get killed. Someone How? would kill. Someone would be so <laughs> mad and kill you. Wait, why? Why would they be mad? Remember at, at my success? Yeah, hang on. You didn't say this was a success thing. I thought it was like a luck thing. Like we'd someone like a genie yeah. was like, "Hey, you can have exactly. it, but you gotta it's spend like a genie, it." It's a genie situation. Oh, so it's luck. Yeah, I found the lamp. Okay, so yeah, people would be mad. Remember when Kodak Black threw a hundred thousand dollars in the ocean and people were fucking? We pissed? just talked about that. Well, that's also bullshit because you could do so much more good with that money. True, one point five million dollars, Mario. Wow. Well, that's... I would buy it and then I would resell it. And how and how much of it would would you put towards a community effort? Probably a good portion of it because one point five million dollars is so much fucking money. That's what I'm saying. So what I would do. Once that guy becomes, you know, oh greatest greatest corn-fed Midwesterner to ever enter <laughs> hockey. This is a stupid. I I don't like your answer. His I name know that is it's your answer, and it could be whatever you want it to be. I just don't like it. His name is Wayne Primble. I okay. Wayne Primble. Wayne Primble. Anyway, did he, did he hang out with your fucking Full Metal Alchemist character? Who the fuck is that? Brick what are you, Thompson. Brick Tompkins is the best, Tompkins? most underrated character. Thank you. It's because he doesn't exist. That's why he's underrated. <laughs> I have rated him very highly. Thanks. Anyway, oh once he becomes super successful, we'll invest back into the community by building hockey centers for you know all kinds of people. And that's how I would what get back. What is this weird hmm, obsession wow. with hockey? Like, why hockey? My entire point with hockey was that it's a sport not oversaturated. Like, I don't want to get into something that's super where the best athletes are. I don't want because I don't trust that that Wayne Brimble can enter the NBA. That's for all the best. Wayne Brimble. Wayne Brimble is not going to enter the NFL, the NBA. He's not going to enter one of the real big sports. So I'm 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 aiming. I'm setting my goals realistically but still where you could have a lot of success maybe i would do horse stuff horse racing oh what is horse stuff i would invest in one horse <laughs> and a small person a to ride the horse horse it would be wonderful beautiful even that's my goal that's what i would do okay yeah i want to train i want to train someone to be a very good athlete and a maybe we're not sure if this is a sport kind of sport golf maybe Okay. I think golf is the most popular sort of sport that I could get away with that in. I feel like you couldn't. Okay. You, um, I could. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> did you since since last last episode? Yes. Uh, Nintendo has done something. They announced the Super Switch just as we wanted. Exactly. Yeah, just as we planned. The thing everyone wanted. A uh, slightly larger screen and a, be a better uh, stick kickstand. <laughs> is that is that all it is really? It's an OLED screen that's slightly bigger. Which so it's like a a, a better quality screen that's yeah. also a little bit larger. Yeah, it's uh -oh. so it's fifty bucks more compared to the the big like the real Switch the not the Switch right. Lite the Switch with the undocking shit. It's three fifty. Uh, it's an OLED screen instead of LCD. It's bigger and the kickstand is bigger. That's it. That's everything. Everything That's that is. It? Now I gotta be honest. Like, if this is just like if they hadn't done like this thing, if it had just come out, I don't know. There was like like the kind of like pop and circumstance of the announcement and everything. It's like, eh, this is a little disappointing because there's no 
there's no real there's nothing exciting or, or truly innovative about it right but they, they made a big fuss about it i thought it was just like hey here's this by the way yeah, I feel like, well, I think that, I think definitely the fandom contributed to how much of a fuss there was, or maybe they were, they were the entire reason there was a fuss at all. Um, right. But the, like, all of those upgrades are honestly totally fine. Like, those are fine upgrades. The kickstand needed to be better. The screen needed to be better. But there's no improvement on, like, battery life. There's no improvement yeah. on the Joy-Con sustainability, because they drift after 13 seconds of use now. You know, really? Yeah, they still like Joy-Con drift is still a problem, and they it doesn't seem like oh. they've addressed that in a, in a substantial way. There's no like improved RAM or CPU. Like Breath of the Wild, still occasion. You know, you go into the forest where the Master Sword is, and it'll drop to like 12 frames a second. And so, right. like, it's not. I don't feel like people were being unrealistic. Who who the, no one no one's asking for ray tracing or some crazy shit. It's just like. A slightly improved CPU or RAM or something to make Breath of the yeah. Wild run a little better would have been That's what I was going to say. Nice. I feel like the Switch is running on some pretty ancient hardware at this point. It is, yeah. And so what these upgrades are is they're, they're leaning into the portability-ness, the port portable nature of it. None of the upgrades can be seen if you dock your fucking Switch and play it on the TV. None of these upgrades matter. Oh, that's a good point. They're, yeah, that's true. And so for myself as a streamer, or just a lot of people who just play on their TV with their Nintendo platform, there's no they're gonna pay fifty extra dollars. Like say I for no yeah, reason. If my switch okay, remember when I was freaking out about my switch being broken yeah. or whatever? It turns out it wasn't broken, thank God, but it wasn't broken. <sighs> and if I had to go buy a Switch after they announced this thing, I would have to pay 50 extra dollars for something that I'm never going to get the benefit out of. The ex it'll, it'll be the exact so you, you same piece of hardware, it, hardware. You don't use it for its portability, the Switch. Maybe. Do you ever play it Maybe the TV? Once a year, maybe. What? Maybe. I, like, we went on vacation a few weeks ago, you know, and I brought it with me. I didn't touch it once. Like, I just, you know... I play a lot of video games on stream. A lot of hours spent playing video games on stream. I don't want or have a lot of time to play video games off of stream, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. I definitely played, actually, I don't even know if I talked about this last week, but on my, my trip to New Orleans, uh, when I was riding with my friends, I played um, uh, Breath of the Wild in the car the whole time. I don't remember mm. if I said that or not last week. No, I don't, I don't know if you did, but... Uh... That's a good game. <laughs> but the fucking... It's a really fucking good game, and it was great. It was so much fun to play in the car. Yeah, I've really... So they're doing the Skyward Sword remaster? Yes. And, like, I do want to get that. I think I might, actually, because I've kind You're going to been... get it, really. I thought you were, like, not stoked on it. No, no. Listen, I've always maintained the Skyward Sword is actually a pretty good game. It's just... Ha it's similar to Mass Effect 3, which we'll get into maybe next week. It has a lot of problems. Oh, yeah, really. Like, how far have you come along in Mass Effect 3? Oh, dude, I, if I had one long, like, if I just had one good gaming session, I would finish it. I'm, like, right at the end. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, man, that's that's dope. I never ended up playing 3. How are you enjoying it? Oh, man, do we want to get into this now? No, okay, okay, we can wait, we can wait. Because I kind of want to... Mass Effect. We can do a Mass Effect week next week or something. Yeah, I want to do, like, an entire sort of trilogy retrospective we Break can just go, yeah we can go through the whole thing and and with three i know you haven't played it we'll we'll right. we'll be light on spoiler stuff. i honestly is, don't even mind spoil the game is so old at this okay point. Like, i was gonna say we'll me. just go as far as that's concerned we can just do as much as you're comfortable with right yeah no i, I don't mind spoilers okay. at all 
Um, cool. Um, well, we'll do that then. I yeah. would just say, similar to Mass Effect Three, uh, it is a Skyward Sword is is really fucking good, but mm. it seems like they didn't know what the audience wanted, and they made some changes to this to a formula that already worked extremely well. Some right. changes for the better, I would say, but most of them for the way worse. Like kind of a unnecessary. Yeah. Oh, for the worse. They're yeah. Like, they detracted from the game. Absolutely, in my opinion. And I'll, I'll, dude, I'm gonna get in deep with. Uh, I got a lot of shit to talk about with Mass Effect Three. A lot of good shit too. Like it's not just bad. That I have very strong feelings about that game. Wow. Oh, I'm interested to hear what you think because I don't know. That could determine whether or not I ever even play Mass Effect Three. To be honest, right. I've heard terrible things, but I don't know if that's just people being babies about it, you know? Yeah, I think there's definitely some of that. Um, but you think some of it may also be justified? Yes, absolutely. And I'll kind of... The the Yakuza conversation we had a week ago or a couple weeks ago about how well they manage that series is going Dude. to be a great touchstone to go back to because part of, I think, the issues with this franchise, Mass Effect and Bioware in general, just their whole fucking arc is mismanagement of their games and their and the fans of their games and yeah speaking of yakuza did you know that like the entirety of the yakuza series is on game pass yes i did it, it's an amazing fucking deal or value i didn't I, value uh, yeah i didn't know that i was literally scrolling through right before i got on here scrolling through game pass and downloading some like little fun games mm -hmm. and Saw that there's like the entirety of it on there, like all of them. Yeah, dude. they just That's added like a dragon, which is the most my game of the year mm -hmm. last year. They just yeah. added it like last week. That is fucking wild. Also, yeah. Hades is coming to Game Pass. Saw that in the coming soon section. Tremendous. So that game exciting. That game is fucking excellent. Everybody should play it. Mm -hmm. That was my game mm -hmm. of the year last year. It was my number two, actually. My numero uno. Um, Wait, was it your number two? Yeah, Hades. Yeah, it was my number two. Oh, okay, okay. I, I only decided that it was number two be behind Like a Dragon on that stream. As I went into that Really? Yeah, as I went into that stream, I was like, I really genuinely don't know which of these games that I like better, which is kind of a like weird better. exercise. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. But it's I, I just kind of had to break down, like, what is the... How do I... what? Like, how much value do I place in this aspect of this game? Right. And do I prefer it over what this other game is doing in a similar way? Like, combat to combat, that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, I, those those are huh. fun. But, anyway, yeah, Like a Dragon, Yakuza, all that shit on Game Pass. It's amazing. So good. So, I, I think I want to play it. But I don't have, like, an Elgato or any sort of capture card. So, if, so if I were to play it, it would be, like, in my spare time type deal. Also... Speaking of that, dude, I've mm -hmm. had no fucking time to stream. I've literally not streamed since the last time I streamed um, Outer, Outer Wilds. Which was right before our last podcast. I know, right? dude. It's so, it's Yeah, it's been eight days man, yeah. since I streamed. Like, just a straight week. I was telling, um, I was telling some, someone earlier that this last June was the least I've streamed since I started in a month. The le I like, know! The fewest number of hours. Because vacation and like i missed a lot of streams yes but so yeah since i started i stream fewer hours and i think it's because you know post pandemic there's just a lot of like i going and doing shit you know 
Um, well, dude, on top of that, it's just like it's the summer. You're spending time with your family. Like you're right. spending time with your friends. There's just so much bullshit going on. Yeah, for sure. And like it's super double time because of the pandemic, as you were saying. Yeah, like, exactly. Everybody wants to get out now. They're tired of being stuck up inside. And how that's looked in my life is that it's taking me fucking forever to get through this Mass Effect trilogy. Dude, I know. <laughs> like, I, 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 I can't I play games off. I can't. I, I don't have time to play games off stream. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, literally the only time that I do is, like, if I'm playing a game with a friend, like a co-op, couch co-op game or something, or, like, I'm in the car, riding, and, like, I'm playing Breath of the Wild or whatever bullshit on my Switch. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I mean, I sincerely do want to continue on with Outer Wilds. I just haven't had the fucking time, dude. I've been slammed. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I've I've... I don't, I don't like missing streams because, well, I like streaming, but also I like video games. And if I'm not streaming, Dude, I'm yeah, probably not playing games. Exactly. I, I'm kind of looking forward to see what develops with this game. And um, not I, I enjoy interacting with my fucking chat and shit. Like, I enjoy interacting with the community. And, yeah. Um, God, I just have not. I mean, even my Discord, like, I, I'll, like, check and I'll be like, fuck. Somebody sent a message, you know. People were talking, like, two or three days ago and, like, I haven't even seen any of this until like now it's I've a, just been super busy yeah it's like a whole other aspect um it feels like whenever you know if like the out if the version of me that's outside of the stream and all sort of content created stuff is one you know if that's one version of me the other version of me that's apart from the internet or whatever like it's like you switch between those modes and there hasn't been much shifting or there hasn't been enough shifting into the I just get just playing video games on the internet mode recently, and like I know. I've been missing it, you know. And I haven't, Dude, yeah, I haven't like, missed I, I that crave much. The but... downtime. Yeah. I crave it. I need it. Yeah. So Outer Wilds is what you're going back to, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, is that what it's called? Outer Wilds or Outer yeah. Worlds? The the two are so similar. I don't remember which is which. which it is, is Outer, Outer Wilds. Wilds. Yes. That's right. Okay. The Outer Worlds. The, the Outer, Outer Worlds. Worlds. Yes. I had a conversation at a party, and and guy, the dude was super convinced that Outer Wilds was the Outer Worlds, and kept talking about like Bethesda, no, uh, or or what is that fucking Obsidian. studio that did Obsidian? Yeah, and they were just like, I was very disappointed. Da da da. And I was like, Oh, like really? And I was like, I don't think. Yeah, you know, I was like, I don't think Obsidian had any part in like Outer Wilds. I don't know. And he was just like, No, they definitely did. And it was like, <laughs> and I was like, Bro, I think you're thinking of this other game. And it was like this whole thing. It was really funny. Yeah, he was the game that he was talking about. He it seems like he he knew what he was talking about. But uh, Outer Wilds is a much better game. <laughs> that game really? is worth yeah. playing. Yeah. Oh man, that's so sad about Outer uh, fucking Worlds. The Outer Worlds. Dude, it was. That was um. That was a very disappointing uh, playthrough, I think, because I, it started off so strong. Like, I was like, oh, man, this feels good. I like these kinds of games, these sorts Did of RPGs. Did you stream it? Yeah, I streamed the whole thing. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Gosh, that's so crazy. It just got boring. Like, the world yeah. felt very, it felt very shoeboxed. It felt very, like a diorama. It felt very condensed, like that nothing exists outside the game's boundaries, you know? Dang. Yeah, that sucks. Just, like, not very immersive at all. Yeah, not, I mean, like, I feel like early on they really nailed it with some of the early character stuff and story stuff, but it's almost like mm. they front-loaded the game with the cool stuff, and then, like, 
the middle and like lost interest and got lazy toward the end yeah yeah i would say even like the middle well the middle chunk was actually the the most boring uh, i think wow Uh, that's kind of sad yeah that was that was a a bit of a bummer of a game i mean it was fine but it wasn't like it just wasn't anything special it wasn't what you expected from the uh those people you know yeah that fucking sucks because new vegas was a fucking gym yeah for sure uh, dang, there was something else related to the Outer Worlds that I was thinking, but I don't remember oh. what it was. The Outer Worlds. Um, Obsidian? Anyway, well, I, I understand where the, where that confusion comes, um, because... I mean, the names are very similar, I totally get it. And they released within months of each other. <laughs> Did like, they? Yeah, Outer Wilds was a June release, and then out, the Outer Worlds was, I think, October? Or something. Shit, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it was it was just I guess what four months or something. Um, oh. So like yeah, yeah. No idea. talking about like your favorite games that year was fun. Wow, what a loser ass conversation. Talking about having a conversation about the the video games, of the Outer Worlds and Outer Worlds. Talking Wilds. about talking about your favorite games. That's the dumbest shit. The same. That is the most like. Hey, we're two gamers <laughs> that have a podcast ass shit ever. Dude, I know. That it, we're we're kind of cringe, dude. I know. It like we're kind of cringe. Yeah, it makes me it makes me like I feel like I'm aging when that sort of thing happens. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you you feel like one of those like old video game podcasters. I feel like I had to give up a lump of flesh to do this. <laughs> like Oh god. I gave, what? I gave, I'm giving up like any idea of like, oh yeah, I have interesting things to say because I start ringing out my thoughts and it's actually like just a bunch of drivel. It's just, it's just you talking about talking about games. <laughs> yeah, I'm like not god. even you talking about games, just you like reminiscing about talking about games or some bullshit. This is a this is a little a little tip to anyone out there. If you ever listen to a podcast that you think is really good and you're like, hey, I can do that, you're probably gonna listen to it back and be like, man, I ain't got shit to say. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's harder than you would think to podcast. Filling dead air for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Talking about like a pertinent topic. Like, first off, settling on a topic. Okay, well, maybe that's not so much our case since we are, in fact, uncouth and kind of go all over the board. There, is, we, there are topics, but there's no settling. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's no like, there's no like a whole wholesome identity and like what we, I mean, in theory, our big thing is streaming and video games, but like we'll go all over the place. Yeah, you that's know? that's literally just a springboard to get into dumb stuff. Yes, pretty exactly. much. Exactly right. We bounce on into it. Yeah, I I feel like how many? This is the, our eleventh episode. It's I don't feel like it needs to be said now. It's never been said on stream or on on podcast. But like, if you're looking for news or anything this substantive, is, yeah. nope, this is not the place. This is not it. This is, this is, I'm in my car and I'm bored. Yeah. And I need or, something to make my fucking eye, or, eyebrow twitch yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Or I'm like, I'm at work and, and I'm at this computer and I want something to listen to while I do something kind of mindless. Right. That's what this is. Absolutely. Yeah. When you have I those, so. when you have those moments where you're feeling a little bloated and you need to take a relaxing gas leak on the toilet. This yeah, is a podcast that's it. for that. This is for that. This is for that. And yeah. then maybe even now and then, like as you're releasing your gas, your gases, you can <laughs> like a like a fucking like helium filly uppy dude. 
You could, you could, <laughs> you could, you could give out a little giggle now and then. Yeah, please. And, <laughs> and in the giggle, maybe advertise the show to someone who's listening outside the door. Yeah, he, and then whisper outside of the stall. I'm listening to a little uncouth. Do you want it? Come here. <laughs> Listen to it with me in here. And then everybody starts piling up in the stall, sharing, and then you have sharing whole, their gases, sharing the gases together, and it's just a beautiful little gas party. Yeah, this is great. And you laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Wow, a little uncouth. So funny. <laughs> and then everybody laughs together. Available on all streaming platforms where fine podcasts are distributed. Distributed. Listen and review and rate <laughs> and uh, subscribe and f- smash that like button. Ha, <laughs> 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 little uncouth. <laughs> <laughs> Plugs. We're gonna the most tra- uncomfortable plug in the world. Can we trademark a method to advertise a podcast? <laughs> yeah, we should. Because I want Just the by laughing the giggle uh, podcast name and then giggle format is ours. Uh, a little uncouth. Uh, <laughs> that should be our new. <laughs> and but like the thing that like really sells it is the fact that the laugh is like super not genuine and like really dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha ha ha. Little uncouth. Yes, it's perfect. We'll Being draw on podcaster so many is hard. It's so hard. What was this thing that we just did now for what three minutes? Oh, I don't know. I'm we, I'm I'm fiddling with my we shirt. Just, we talked about. <laughs> I'm fiddling with my shirt. No, <laughs> two minutes, three minutes now that we just talked about gases and bathrooms and pl- plugging the podcast. I mean, I didn't mean it in a weird way. Listen, when you breathe, you're bring, breathing in a, a myriad of hydrogen and oxygen and all sorts gases. of different gases. Yeah, it's not weird to say, "Hey, we're gonna stand together and fart and smell them." Specifically for that reason. That's Smell not weird. Em. Oh, um, this is kind of gaming related. It's like a real life game. Oh, okay. Um, I think I talked about this last week. Are uh, you going to say esca- I... Escape Room? Escape Room, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I did another you. one yesterday. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> are you actually just getting kidnapped and then figuring out a way <laughs> I'm out? I'm getting kidnapped and I'm actually escaping from my captor every time. And it's a fun little game. And I go, ha, a little uncouth. Ha. Listen. Every time that I escape. <laughs> Whenever you get those emails to asking to send 100 bucks to the Western Union for an escape room, you don't have I to actually send them. You don't have to send them your, your home address. Why? Because, I, I thought it was legitimate. Okay, the way that those are supposed to work is they send you an email and they say, Dear Miss Gamer, I see you love video games Dear on Miss Gamer. Twitch.tv slash real life skeleton. I see you, you like games. How about a real life game? Western Union me, a hundred bucks and your address, and we'll come get you and you'll get to do one. And what they're I what they're thinking is, I got her, she's a dumbass, and then we're gonna chop her up, kill her, eat her, sell her bits or some shit like that. But you just keep escaping. And also yeah, giving them it's your an money. Room. You're giving them your money, and they're also yeah, kidnapping. A, yeah, you. it's an excellent, it's an excellent experience. It's very believable. Wow, silliness. So last week when you were like, "Hey, you should do one," I was talking about real escape rooms. You're talking about just something being else. Kidnapped. <laughs> just being, <laughs> just being held captive. But no. Uh, so the the one that we've been going to is just the, the same little facility or whatever, and they have. Three different, like, uh, topics, whatever, escape room genres. Mm-hmm. Right, like, the, the last one was, uh, shit, what was it? Um, oh, it was called The Warehouse or something. And it was, like, aliens and stuff. Whoa. And then the, yeah. 
It was aliens. Whoa. Oh, again, you spoiled it. I, I forgot. Last time you spoiled it and I forgot. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. There's no spoil. It, it says in the description. This is terrible. This is like if someone spoils the Titanic, Leonardo Di- DiCaprio dies, and then you forget about it, what? and then they say it again the he next what? week. Yeah, haha. You're welcome. Did it to me. Now I do it what to you. What the fuck? Eye for an eye, a little revenge goes a long way. I got a ton of these little a sayings. A little revenge goes a long way? Yeah. What? Take a left, then okay. a right, then you fucked up, and I'll the, crush you with my might. I got a lot of them. My might. My little mites. Um, my mites in my hair. Ugh. No, like, yeah. Uh, so the one this week was called The Laboratory. And okay, it was, it, what about that, Dexter? Yeah, Dexter's Maybe. Laboratory. Laboratory. But yeah, and it was about like uh, the outbreak of a, a super strong virus or some shit. Uh, that one was really fun. And we escaped it. We wow, escaped timely. both rooms. We, we have a 100% success rate so far. Woo! And then there, there's just one more, and I think we're going to do it next weekend too. Ooh, and then you're going to fail it, and you're going to have a 66.6 repeating. God, Accuracy. that would actually... So, yeah, this next one that we're doing is supposed to be the most difficult, so that's entirely possible. Ooh, I can't wait for your accuracy to be at 66.6 Can 66. you imagine? Dude, repeating. dude, next fucking... Actually, daughter of Satan. No, we get on uh, next week's <laughs> podcast, and it's just me crying for a solid two hours. <laughs> no, Mass Effect. <laughs> no, me just crying over you the whole time. You're trying to explain the game and your thoughts on it. Just me sobbing, Yes, bawling. honestly, yes, that's the most appropriate attitude to have when talking about Bioware's trajectory. Weeping, that's it. Just cry. Oh, they, yes. These people made Baldur's Gate 2, Mass Effect, Dragon Age, and then they were like, oh, hey, we also did Anthem. <laughs> Dude, I still don't know anything about Anthem. Do you want to talk about Anthem? You want to talk about a two-year-old game story? <laughs> Let's do that shit. That's what this yeah, podcast it's very, is for. It's, yeah, exactly. This is what we do on this podcast. We talk about old-ass news. Ooh, I can't wait. This is going to be fun wait, so talking about Anthem. Anthem is a shooter, presumably? Yeah, kind of. So uh, Anthem is, yeah, it's like a it's like a looter shooter almost. like Looter shooter? Okay. Y- yeah, kind of in the vein of like a Borderlands or whatever. Um, but it was supposed to be there. It was supposed to be the Bioware version of that. So like instead of whatever you get with Borderlands or other loot based games, it was like a compelling narrative and interesting characters and like super advanced world building and all that. The stuff that you love from Bioware. Right. Uh, what we ended up getting was a game that was fairly fucking fun to fly around and shoot shit in. Like, mm-hmm. it played pretty damn well, and it was gorgeous, but it was also plagued with a zillion cutscenes, or a zillion load screens. Uh, oh, no. Load screens that were extremely long, extremely long. Uh, bad, poor mission design, like, hey, go into this cave, and each time you go into the cave, you're gonna have to load to go in and out. Oh, and when you get into the cave, all you have to do is fly to the end of the cave, press one button, listen to an audio log, and then fly out. So you have to sit through two, like, 60 second, or 45 to 60 second load screens. Two. Just to go in and press a button and listen to some guy say, nice job, now come on out. Like, just insane stuff that just is this Broke like spacey themed or, or what what like what time period and it was uh like, yeah it was like science it was like science fantasy basically like they okay. had 
everyone had an exosuit, like Iron Man style. You flew around. Whoa. And it was fun. Everybody? Yeah, like all the... You should look it up. It's it's honestly sh- like sh- pretty okay. striking to look at. Um... But, like, it was a dope game that was just, like, had a had just fucking ridiculous characters and a silly-ass story. And, like, they didn't even finish it because they were going to finish it in updates and patches. And, like, the game's since been canceled. And so, like... Oh, no, they didn't finish it? Yeah, so, like, yeah, they... Like, the, the game was supposed to set off the events of maybe a trilogy of games or some new IP, like this first one. And so they, they set off this big thing like oh yes the first game boom imagine if mass effect one and like and that was the end of mass effect kind of thing you know right like in mass effect one you stop saren and and sovereign but you have the entire reaper threat to deal with now imagine if they were just like ended it and were like okay that's it oh man that's basically what happened with anthem but anthem was also i don't know the story like it it doesn't really matter because the story was kind of shit anyway but it's just insane it's insane that they got the this stuff. This looks like weird, like Halo. Yeah, with a lot of flying. It's all about the fl- the fucking flight combat, like flying really? around and shooting. And like, there's one character that has all kinds of crazy elemental abilities, like wizard shit. It was fun. It was a fun game that ha- give you gave you no reason, no compelling reason to play it. God, that sucks, man. Yeah, so it was just this big nothing thing for sixty bucks. That has the Bioware th- name slapped on it. Remind you, they did KOTOR. They did Mass Effect 2. It's ins- It's just crazy. That's where, like, that's that's their fucking history now. Dude, it is still 60 bucks. What? When did this game come out? Uh, 2019? Er- like, tw- like, early 2019. It was, like, January or February or something. Because I played the beta. I remember playing the beta and being like, this game is fun. It's really fun. But goddamn, there's a lot of cutscenes. And then I was hoping, I was like, please, maybe they can fix it before the game comes out. And they didn't. And maybe it was even a little worse. And so it just got critically panned. And like, no one, it was just, it was just a very frustrating. Dude, it's not even on Steam. Yeah, that's EA. That's the, that's E. I mean, that's their yeah. shit. Yeah. It's on Origin, and it's still sixty dollars. I will say, and seventy for the Legend of Dawn edition. One thing I will say is that it frequently goes down to like two bucks. <laughs> like it'll go on these crazy, really? it'll go on these crazy cheap sales, like five dollars. Yeah, but it's insane that the base God. price is still sixty. Can you imagine spending sixty dollars on that game, and the next day it goes on sale for like two? Oh my g! No. No. I'm so mad. I would quickly return my copy, my sealed copy of Super Mario 64. Yeah, seriously. I don't want and, this shit. And then return Anthem. And then I would be very rich. Yeah, there you go. That's how that. Unrelated, but that's what would happen. <laughs> so who bought the Mario? Who bought Mario? Me. Oh, who? Oh, actually, the. Uh, so the. People who bought them, uh, they're anonymous. The buyers are anonymous. Hmm. I bet it's they Reggie fils bought it. I bet Reggie did it. He's, what the fuck is that? Reggie, he bought Mario, and now he's going to take him over to GameStop. That's what he's doing. It's a, it's, so Reggie, he's the former pres- Nintendo of America president, and he stepped, he, he stepped down like a couple of years ago, 
and now he's oh. on the board. He's on a couple boards for like business shit, and one of them is GameStop. And so he's gonna take Mario from sixty four and put him in GameStop. <laughs> Because now they have the sealed copy, the one true copy. The sealed copy, but yeah, no. The so the both of these games, the Legend of Zelda game, yeah, which broke broke records, and then the Super Mario sixty four game, which broke records, were mm-hmm. both sold at Heritage Auctions, mm. which is just this like auction house, I guess. Mm. Oh, and like another interesting thing is Super Mario sixty four. The copy of that was giving a a nine point eight rating on the water scale. Hmm? What? Did just, mm? What mm? did you just say to me? It, yeah, it has a really high score. For like how well it's preserved. How pristine it is. Oh, I thought that was a I thought that was like a uh, a measure of it's like radiation levels and it was going to kill everyone or something. Yeah, watts. Yeah, the wattage. It it puts off hella gamma rays. I'm afraid. You better watch out. Those things are fat and slow. They'll come. They'll tear you up from the inside out. Gamma rays. It's a bunch of like, like incredible yeah. hulked out Ray Romanos. Exactly. They're coming. You better Debra. watch out. You better Debra. not cry. <laughs> you, ah. you better, better not. You better look out. <laughs> I don't. Is there a possible audience for a Ray Romano and Incredible Hulk fusion? <laughs> Is there anyone who Absolutely wants to hear not. that? Absolutely not. Deborah Hulk, sma- Hulk smash. <laughs> that is such a such an odd mixture there. I I I'm I'm ashamed of my words and deeds, Kojima. I'm fucking ashamed. But yeah, Did, um, in terms of like gaming, I, I've not really played much outside of more Overcooked too. I played lots of that. Nice. I've gotten three stars in everything so far. Nice. I'm deep into World Four. Nice. What about, what about you? What are you, what are you ah, doing? Yeah. Uh, more Mass, Mass Effect. Effect. Yeah, Mass Effect. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, my wife and I started a new playthrough or like a new save of No Man's Sky. Oh, uh, that's so weird. I was just talking about that earlier today. No Man's Sky and how like they they revamped that. Yeah, big time. I played that game when um, it, I, I, I pre-ordered that game. I was very excited about it, and I was super... That's exactly what my friend said. He pre-ordered it, he was super stoked on it, and he was really let down when it came out. I really liked it for about 30 hours. And then oh, once, wow. once I hit a certain point where, like, I don't know, I got, I got tired of the redundancy, I fell off hard and didn't play for, like, two years. Wow. Uh, well, supposedly they've really, really made a ton of changes. Oh, they have. Release. Like, so they did the they did the the free PS5 upgrade. Listen, publishers, free PS5 upgrade. There should be consistency with this fucking system. Can I, have we have I ranted about that before on this podcast or Wait, just on my stream? They just updated the PS5 version. Okay, I guess I haven't had this rant on this what? podcast. Let me finish my No Man's Sky thing, and then I'll have okay. that. I'll have that okay. rant. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I, I own No Man's Sky because I pre-ordered it on PS4, so my PlayStation account owns it. And they mm-hmm. the PS5 upgrade they released is free. So, like, the frame rate's better. I don't know if they're doing any sort of ray tracing. Oh, so you can play anything. it on the PS5. Yes, but it's an upgraded version. It's it's a 
they're bringing it into like the modern generation. It's like it's like just oh. fucking running it all on ultra instead of low, which is like PS4. Right. You know, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, that out yet? That's already happened. Yes, they, there's an official PS5 version of No Man's Sky that is, in some w- regard, upgraded, and uh, so that's oh. what we're playing, and it's oh, great. Cool. It like there's there's a ton of variety insofar as like flora and fauna. There's so much more shit to just look at and do. There's more planet right. variety. Like there's there's just a lot of variety and stuff to do, which that's exactly what the game lacked early on. It there was a lack of variety and a lack of things to do but they uh, similar to what we've been talking about as far as managing games well they manage this thing like say what you want about no man's sky when it launched they fucking knocked it out of the park with its ongoing support they killed it like they've done an excellent job that's yeah i mean that's really good to hear i know that they got a ton of backlash backlash when they first released because it was just kind of like not what people were expecting and not what was advertised at all right um, but it's great that they've tried to like make amends by continually supporting and, and taking feedback and like utilizing that and putting that into play with the, with the game. I think that's really dope. I think they've, they've totally like, I think they, they are now an example of how to fix your image in the games industry because every content they've update they've released has been free. All of them. And they, they've been substantial, like adding entire new systems to game like really? this is the kind of thing that if it were if it were released by Sony or a big publisher like EA or something like that it would have been a $15 patch or some bullshit like that or not patch but like DLC pack you know but every Dude, yeah another game I guess an indie developer who handled that really well is the Stardew uh, Valley guy like Dude, he did that yeah. huge multiplayer update like he's hella updated that game um and and all of it has been free right and it's just him! Isn't that crazy? Aw, oh, dude. Mad respect for that guy, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like, No Man's Sky is, is another really good example. But it's just so interesting because, like, back in 2016, the reputation was like, Hello Games, they are crooks, they are thieves, blah, 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 you know, whatever. But right, the like, tr- they lied. They they didn't fucking ad- they advertise something that wasn't in the game, and la, 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 la. Right. The truth of the matter, as someone who was there as a fan and got the game on day one. Uh, a lot of that stuff was overblown by the fandom, but it was true that they said there were going to be... Sur- it's true they said features were going to be in the game that never made it to the game. Well, they did make it to the game, but they weren't there at launch. Uh, but also, oh. the the it, it, it was pretty overblown in my opinion as well. I think that there was there were two things happening. The fandom was freaking the fuck out and blowing it out of proportion, but also they didn't exactly deliver the game that people were wanting. They did deliver something that was incredibly fascinating and something that we've never really seen before. And I thought that was enough for me. Uh, right. But for a lot of people, they were justifiably irritated. It just kind of went to a level that I thought was fucked up and, and ridiculous. What were some of the features that were not in the game upon release that were advertised to be in the game? When I say multiplayer, I don't mean multiplayer like we're going to go and hold hands and emote together. But it was implied in certain interviews that there would be more to the community aspect of the game than we ended up getting. What we ended up getting was just, you can name a planet and your friend will see the planet name if they go to that system. What people expected and what was implied 
was that there would be something more permanent, something more concrete. Some I, I don't know exactly, uh, but that that was the the disconnect. And it wasn't just that. There was other stuff. But that's a version of the disconnect that that's was there. Big, yeah. Well, I, dude, I feel like No Man's Sky would have done super well if it had like legitimately intima- uh, implemented multiplayer. Well, the thing is, is that it did do super well. It did extremely well. Like they oh, at, when they implemented multiplayer. No, from the from launch, like oh, from launch. I thought a lot of people were requesting refunds and shit. I thought it sold really well because everybody's really pumped and hyped, mm-hmm. and then everybody freaked the fuck out because it was not what they wanted or expected. Yeah, but if you look at data of people who request refunds, it's really low. It's like it's like a a single digit percentage of people who bought the like people don't for as much as people talk about refunds, they very 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 rarely I've ever go for literally them. never gotten a refund. On I've done game. it once ever, and I play a never shit ton of. Life. That's my point. Like, yeah, people went for refunds, but if they hit three percent on all their transactions, it's a drop in the bucket. You know, right? That's true. Damn. But, so yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. with the hype and everything, they did sell really well. It sold extremely well, which is part of the reason why they were able to do free updates because they were right. set for a long time. Well, that's good. I mean, I, yeah. I think they did what I think they did the best thing that they could have done in that situation. Then instead of taking the money and running and being like, ha ha ha, fuck right. you. Like they, they tried to make amends. Yeah, you're right. They did exactly what you would want. What happened? Like I, my generous perspective on it is that they were young developers. They'd only put out a couple games that were way smaller. It, the Joe danger. There are a couple Joe danger games. They're like, like extreme fucking sports or like a like bike jump sort of shit. Oh really? Yeah, I never played them, but they were they always seemed pretty fun. But whatever. Um, and they they had this fucking big idea, this huge idea, and they were supported by Sony, so they had the funding and everything they needed, and the, it just got away from them. Like they, I think that right. similar to everything we've talked about with these other developers, they mismanaged the opportunity they had, but. They recovered by figuring it out and managing their their game by what the audience was actually wanting. All the shit people right. complained about that I can tell anyway. I don't. There may be some stuff out there still, but from what sure. I can tell, the thing that the things that people wanted, they added to the game for free and gave more shit. And they they're consent continuing to do shit. So like, did they ever end up implementing multiplayer in like the true form of multiplayer? From what I know. Yes, but I haven't seen it for oh. myself because, like I said, after my initial fucking binge of that game in 2016, I haven't really touched it. So this new PS5 right. thing that Caitlin and I have been doing, or we started, we we had one like long gaming session that was a ton of fun. Um, Wait, could you guys play together? Or were oh you no, just playing like right next to each other. Yeah, yeah. Like she's basically playing, and I'll help her with some things like, you know, if there's a piloting thing or whatever because I've played way more of the game. Um, but right. We're basically, she's basically playing, and we're just talking about it. And it's fucking great oh, because... okay. That sounds really fun. That's what I needed to, to play that game again, because every time I sat down to play it again, post that first binge, I would play it for like an hour and get super bored. Because what they make right. you do is every... They make you do the like the tutorial thing. If you want to just have mm. the regular spacefaring adventure, they make you do the tutorial. And I'm, I'm always fine with that in theory, but then once I play it, I'm like, I think I'm done now. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, all right, that's okay. And seeing... I'm burnt out. Exactly, and getting to see... Because, like, No Man's Sky is kind of an amazing, magical thing still. Like, it blew my fucking mind in 2016 
and it still does. It is a an amazing piece of software. Like what? What is the whole draw with it? It's a, just an entirely procedurally generated world or something. Entirely procedurally generated universe. Like it's supposedly universe. infinite. I don't. I don't think there's really any end to how far you can go in that game. Like if you just went in one direction forever. Yeah, you can't do oh, that so it's really. Like how but. Minecraft really is. Yeah, kind of. Except it's all. This is connected. Like the the maps that people are doing in their own games are, I think, connected in some way. Like because you can find other people's shit if you just happen upon it. Really? Yes, you can just find people. That's my thing. It's this in incredibly complex system of procedurally generated planets and they're huge it's not listen i i think outer worlds is far and away much better game than no man's sky i'm not talking shit about outer worlds but it's not like with outer worlds where you have these like super mario galaxy style planets yeah just like five little balls i would say the biggest planet in a game like outer wilds and i'm using that comparison because you just played it the tornado one that is about as small as a no man's sky planet will ever be wow yes they're huge and listen once you get on the planet you see how the systems work because you see the way that like the like the uh, like that like i said the fauna the the floor like you see how they're able to change there are certain touchstones and certain similar ideas that carry between you know, types of plants and crystal formations and aliens. Like, you start to see some similarities, right? Like, right. that plant looks like a plant that I saw, you know, three planets ago. Right. So you start to see how those systems are kind of randomized, but it's still amazingly complex and, like, just kind of a... It's like a software marvel, in my opinion. Like, I've never seen anything like this, really. Man, that's super cool. Wait, so if you can find people's camps and shit, could you see another person, like, running around on a planet? I think so. I, I This is something we could find out right now super easily if you Fuck. wanted to. Okay, I'm going to look. I'm going to look. I'm going to look. Yeah, if you wanted to look, you to- we could find this out. But I'm pretty sure all, every sort of, like, regular multiplayer you can imagine, maybe outside of, like, space combat or some shit, I'm pretty sure you can just run into other people or even, like, meet up. I don't know. What have you found? Okay, you can play multiplayer over the internet. I'm going to read a little bit more into this, actually. Up to 32-player multiplayer. Okay, I'm going to read. I'm going to read. I'm going to read. Okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, um. While you do continue to research... Um, yeah, I, I want to get to the PS5 upgrade stuff after the... Oh, yes, stuff. please talk about that. I, I want to hear about that. Mm. Okay, so... Um, uh... Some, so there is an amazing inconsistency in the way that they that PlayStation is doing their like transition from PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5. They like there doesn't seem to be any kind of standard by which their the PlayStation 5 versions of games are rolled out. Um and by that I mean some games like No Man's Sky have fairly substantial like graphical sort of improvements or whatever else to go into the next generation and it's completely free. Like there may be new content, new whatever, and it's totally free. That's what they did with I think Neo 2 if you owned it on PlayStation 4. There are uh, there are examples of them doing like f- just totally free updates. Uh but then just as 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 many examples of that as uh, of that as there are, there are examples of like fucking randomly just a a ps4 to ps5 upgrade 
is 30 bucks or something or like 20 bucks or like in the case of final fantasy 7 the upgrade is free but you pay 10 dollars for the dlc which is a fine system on its own that seems totally fair to me but it's the like no other game has the similar it's just a weird transition they didn't make any sort of they didn't have a standard that like is demanding a game a game company do x y and z when they roll out their next gen patch it's just this fucking like hey yeah just do whatever you want if you want if you want it to be a free upgrade you can if you want it to be 30 bucks which is is what it is for ghost of tsushima yeah that's that's fine too yeah yeah it's crazy bucks for for like a little like dlc type bullshit yeah like maybe like a couple a bit of extra content and like a graphical sort of upgrade Ooh, but 30 bucks 30 bucks for one game versus free with another it's just like i understand not every game is made by the same developer and they're not all funded by the same publisher i get right. it but as the platform holder you have you want to set an expectation for your audience well, yeah I- yeah, exactly. They like, sh- if, if you're going to be upgrading, you should expect that it's going to at least fall within a pretty pretty minor range. Right, and right now it's just, like, the range is whatever the fuck they want to do, and it's weird. Like, I don't... That I, is super strange. The P- Like, I own Judgment for PS4. I have a digital copy of it. I bought it on the platform, and they released a PS5 version that's just standalone, separate. Like, there is yeah. no upgrade path for your ownership at that point. I can play the PS4 version on my PS5, but then I'm just emulating a PS4 game on my PlayStation 5, and it's like, why the fuck am I playing this when I could spend, you know, $30, $40 for the PS5 version? But, hey, look, Neo 2 did it, and Neo 2 is just as expansive and complex of a game as Judgment. Why the fuck is it free? And why is Judgment 30? Like, it's goofy. I hate it. It's, It's weird. It doesn't yeah, make... that's super fucking frustrating. Uh, yeah, and it actually does not make any fucking sense. Right. Like, it. the hardware... I mean, listen, they can get away with it. It's not a matter of like, well, right. what can they... They can get, get away with it because the PS5 is selling amazingly well, uh, even though it's hard to find. Part of the reason it's hard to find is because people are... It's high in demand. Extremely high in demand. And so they can do just b- bullshit like this, and it's and people fucking, you know... People don't care. Yeah, that's so crazy to me. I do not care about the new generation of consoles at all. Like I'm still playing on my Xbox One. Yeah, I, I care. Uh, I care to the degree that there are certain games that I really want to play, and that's enough for okay. me. Okay, that makes you know? sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that. Yeah, I, I guess my thing is I, I'm typically a, a big like Microsoft fan girl. Like I went the whole Xbox route, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, that. To the point where, like, I just don't pay enough attention to PlayStation to even know what I'm missing out on, you know? Right, yeah. To know, like, what sort of, like, exclusive titles and sort of shit are being released on it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, fucking Microsoft isn't, outside of Game Pass, isn't really putting out any super compelling exclusives, right? Yeah. If, no, not right if now. If any. Yeah. Which... It's been years. They've not been great on that front, I suppose. Yeah, it's been a while. But like we've talked about, their fortunes are are, are very soon changing. Uh, yes. But there's something. Oh, they did a state of play this past week. I just remembered. Um, oh, what is that state of play? That's like what? it's like it's basically a Nintendo Direct for PlayStation. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Okay. And uh, how did it go? Uh, it was 
fine. I think there were a couple games that looked awesome, and uh-huh. I think there like were what? a couple games that were another fucking co-op PVE fucking genre shooter game. <laughs> it's like like there were a couple of those. Um, so the first game was a game called that they announced. I think they announced this at the PlayStation Five reveal back in like I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, it's called okay. it's called Jet the Far Shore. I think. Okay. And it's like, if I understand, I, this might be not 100% on base, but I think it's like similar to No Man's Sky. It's sort of procedurally generated kind of endless universe where you explore mm-hmm. as like space explorers. Uh, oh, so it's, just, yeah, it's just No Man's Sky, I guess. Yes, but the fundamental difference is something that speaks uh-huh. to, it speaks to my tastes in games versus whatever No Man's Sky is. So in No Man's Sky the primary sort of engagement with the game is like resource gathering, resource grinding, getting fucking, you know, getting ferrite, getting carbon, getting it. That's kind of what the game is about. And you turn that into money and you turn that into ships and, you know, you get, that's how you sort of interact with the world. Right. In jet, it's more, it's more about the feel of exploration. It's about the speed of ship travel. It's about like the kind of kinesthetic sort of, engagement with the systems than it is in, in in no man's sky which is more like management and right. in addition to that from what they were talking about with jet it's more story and characterization and they want to Ooh, kind of that's get fun yeah they want to get into sort of the psychology of interstellar travel or whatever and so like it's more about character and story and ex- and like the joy of exploring there is no real combat there is no real resource gathering it's just an exploration game with about explorers and it sounds it looks fucking cool like it has a really unique visual style uh it looks awesome it, it like it looks 100% for me okay another question about no man's sky is there like a story at uh all? yes yes there is a story oh uh it's not much which i don't know how much they added to it over time but the original right. version is like you have to find Atlas, which is like at the center of the universe. And once you get to Atlas, you can make some final decisions that like will radically change it. I don't know. I never even got that far. Like wow. I, j- yeah, my version of No Man's Sky was like I'll gradually inch closer to Atlas, but I just want to continue f- getting better ships. But the game wasn't the problem with that game is it wasn't conducive for that play style at launch. Like I really? did that. I did that just out of the explore of exploration and running around and having fun, not because the game encouraged me to do that, you know? The only yeah. in, the only real encouragement the game had was go find fucking Atlas, and that was... It felt pointless and tripe after, like, just a few hours, I guess. Gosh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Do you have any sort of direction on, like, how to find it? Atlas? Or is it just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or does it just throw you out there and be like, see ya, just keep exploring forever until you find it? No, you find little cryptic messages here and there. Like, you'll go to certain space stations and, like, you'll hear... I don't know. Like, last night, I can't remember... I remember noticing that there was a new, uh, like, story objective whenever we were Mm -hmm. playing. I think that was last night. Anyway. um, No, it was the night before. Anyway. And I, I remember thinking, like, that was a really clever way for them to give you a new objective, but I can't remember what it was. Anyway, oh. yeah, they, they update you with, like, hey, fucking go to this system if you're it, once you get so far and, right. you know, further the Atlas shit. Um, oh, okay. 
Yeah, See, it's that was a, my big cool thing game. with the game. So I was just like, dude, if this thing is seemingly endless, like, what sort of fucking story can you do with that? You know, like, right? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't understand. Yeah, that. yeah, it's um, they. I, I kind of want to just keep playing with with uh with my wife and and see, you know, because I could look it yeah. up for sure, but. I'm kind of into just backseat gaming right yeah, now. Yeah, just see yourself. <laughs> just see for yourself, like, how it turns out. Yeah. I, that I, sounds so nice. I don't think that I have the interest to do it for myself, but it's it's a gorgeous game. It's fun to play. Um, there's something... Oh, yeah, State of Play. So they showed... Um, oh, yes, yeah. They showed Jet, the Far Shore, which you should look that up. It's spelled J-E-T-T, the Far... I think it's okay. the Far Shore. Um, okay. And let me see the yeah the far shore here we go, dude this game looks so cool I'm looking at pictures it looks so fucking cool it really it has a like a striking art style really yeah is it not just like hyper realistic or whatever no not at all oh huh okay um and then they also showed what else did they show oh Death Loop. They showed more Deathloop. Oh, Deathloop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're excited for that one. Yeah. And so I think I finally understand exactly what that game is. Um, I've had for I, I've had for an uh, for a while now an idea of what that thing is, but it really solidified it for me at this thing. So what I think it is, is you play as an assassin, you have eight targets. Mm-hmm. One of the targets is another assassin who's just like you. They have superpowers and all kinds of crazy, you know, first person action sort of bullshit. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But because they're one of your targets, you're going to, you know, you have to take them out. Their job though, is to take you out. So you, you have, yeah, you have to assassinate seven targets in this big, like open world. And meanwhile, you're being hunted by one, one assassin who's your eighth target, who you also have to kill. Uh, you had to beat the game. You have to kill everyone and run in one run. Like Hades, it's a rogue light. So you gotta assassinate all targets, including the other assassin, in one run, one day. They call it in that game. It's just a day. Um, and the extra that wrinkle. So interesting. Oh, b- baby, I got one more for you. you ready? To- oh my god, lay it on me. <laughs> the extra wrinkle is that the other assassin can be played by other human players. Oh, dude! See, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. I was like, dude. how fucking cool would it be if it were, like, almost a multiplayer-type situation? Dude. And so the cool thing is, is that because that one because that one character is a target, once you kill that character, it you can beat the game as long as... It, from what I understand, my, my understanding right. may be off, but from the way it's been described and how I fucking processed it, is that once you kill that other assassin... You don't have to deal with them for the rest of the run. You yeah, did it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, so you're it's not about random invasions like Dark Souls. You're not getting all these assassins. There's one assassin, you're in besides yourself, and they're trying right. to take you out. But hey, if you get them, that's just one off the board. And you got them, you got them. You just got to get the other it. seven that are all Dude, NPCs. I wonder if it will be incredibly evident that the other assassin oh, dude, I think is like so. a player, and eat, right? You <laughs> yeah. know, like how could you not? God, how could you like make an AI so believable that it would be hard to discern? Well, so who is who? If you saw them moving through the world, you'd be able to tell fairly easily, unless 
they are utilizing the stealth mechanics how you're supposed to utilize them. That's the thing about these. Right, if you're trying to appear like an NPC, I guess. Right, and and if you're a clever player, that's how you should be playing, you know, because right. you're trying to get the assassination as much as there. No, if you're playing as the female character, she's the assassin. She's the target assassin who also gets to be played. If you're playing as her, your one job is to take out the dude. If you're the dude, your one job is to take out everyone. So, like, it is... It God, is, that sounds so fun, actually. I know. Dude, this game is going to be sick. I've been talking about it for years because they announced this game, like, two years ago. I'm telling y'all, this game is going to be dope. Uh, I really... I need to watch some gameplay trailers of that. That sounds dude, really fun. Dude, I promise. Like... Yeah, it, it's it's got the Hitman thing where like there's a target moving around a level and you got to find them. Except this time, it's eight targets in one city or open world concept right, area. area. Dude, it's like it is the oh man, I I'm probably over <laughs> I'm probably overhyping myself for this game, but I'm so fucking ready. I'm I mean so that into sounds it. like a super super interesting concept, really. Yeah, like that kind of gets me hyped for it. Did you look up uh, any images of Jet? I did. Um, I watched a well unmuted, but I, I, I muted, but I watched a little video mm-hmm. on it. Um, I did not like the way the people look. The people look strange. But oh, I like it. Really? Yeah. Dude, they look. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't like their little weird f- fucking faces. Let me pull it back up. I was just looking at it. Oh like yeah, it. dude. I don't like it. I think they're... So if I had to guess, the characters are probably proc gen, just like everything else in this game. Oh, that makes sense as to why they... Okay. Yeah, so they're probably... If I, I'm this, I'm just kind of extrapolating here, but... Right. Uh, you should also, while you're doing that, look at a little Deathloop gameplay. A little bit of Deathloop gameplay. Let me see if I can find some. Yeah. Real quick. Um, that's the same people who are putting out Redfall, which is the, uh, Left 4 Dead with vampires. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. The one that you didn't really care for the whole class system very much. Wait, was that that game? I thought that was Back for Blood. Oh, no, I'm sorry, that was Back for Blood. Oh, okay. Whoops. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you told me about the, the vampire one. I just haven't been able to see it yet. Right. The vampire one, I'm okay with, like having specific loadouts with that game because I like... This is a very particular... Just go with me here. Okay. The Left 4 Dead style of loadout stuff, like, hey, you've got the assault rifle, you've got the claymore, you've got the fucking, you know, bazooka, versus what seems to be in Redfall... And I said Left 4 Dead, I meant Back 4 Blood, versus what seems to be in Redfall, instead of just having, like, you've got the sniper rifle, you've got the grenade... It's more like you've got the sniper rifle and you've got teleporting powers and like the other person has a grenade launcher and they've got, you know, flying and the other person, you know, like it seems like they're kind of broken up sure. by by weapon and superpower, which well, sounds kind of how Back for Blood is, except that instead of superpowers, it's really more of like um like equipment, right? Well, like uh, you have like a little ability or a skill or like you get plus whatever to fucking headshots or something. Oh, that really? Kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That could that from, could from be from what I was seeing, from what I was seeing. That could be fun, but from what I from what I know about Arcane and the way they do like powers and stuff, I'm Not imagining good. No, no, I'm imagining with Arcane is the Deathloop. That's those people. 
Uh-huh. What I'm imagining is that they'll they'll they're gonna do something clever with those powers. I don't think they're gonna do generic bullshit. Like I don't like oh, the generic okay. stuff. That's that's why right. I was whenever I heard the Back for Blood had classes, it's just like ah, that's boring. Yeah, it's not gonna be anything crazy. Yeah. Man, no, that's cool though. Um, I was looking at Actually, like some Death Loop gameplay mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, this graphically looks. In some ways, like, did you ever play that game called We Happy Few? Yeah, it's no, no. Like a weird, like, Bioshock vibe, like, very, like, 70s or whatever the fuck, 60s, 70s. Yeah, they, they call that, uh, like, faux retro-futuristic or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it, it, looks, it looks the same artistically, I think. In some instances, or maps, or whatever the fuck. Right, yeah, it's it a very... like that, reminds me. It's a very like big band kind of like yeah not not exactly Art Deco but kind of of the era yeah exactly I'm thinking Art Deco as well it's very like almost yeah I don't yeah, know weird it, art different kind of Art Deco dude the trailer they showed it at State of Play though was insane the soundtrack is fucking killer really yeah it's like big band like <sighs> you know but James Bond type stuff James you know Bond type it's shit. so cool. Oh, that's cool. See, I was watching the the little thingy, I I think, trailer now, but I obviously don't have the sound on. Yeah. Oh, man. uh, It looks cute. It looks kind of fun. I really love that, like, I I don't know. I'm really into the visual style of that game a lot. Um, But, yeah, so, like, with Back for Blood, and the reason they're kind of a fun comparison is because they're both doing the thing that we've seen one million times recently, which is co-op pve and like that's a fun gameplay style i really don't sure. like i love co-op P- pve honestly i've spent i've had a ton of fun doing that shit um just seems like there's maybe a little too much of it yeah it's just like dude if you're gonna do it like really make this thing stand out which is why shit. which like, is why redfall is. seems cool because it's vampires and everyone has superpowers like they're setting, just by having those two things, they seem to be setting themselves, like, whoa, this is different. Right, instead of, like, zombies. Like, the only difference right. is just not zombies. Yeah, no, that's true. I, I think if they focus really on, like, making the, maybe focusing on, like, how you get around the map. Right, Or maybe traversal. methods of kill. Right, traversal or methods of kill or something. That way it's not just point, gun, shoot. I think... They could really be doing something super interesting and innovation, uh, innovative with that. Well, um, which to, these superpowers may be that. Well, yeah. What I was gonna say in in favor of that is that in their games, I've played all of their games, our, all of right. Arcane's games. Dishonored, traversal, right? yeah. Traversal is huge in those games. It is yeah. one of it's one of the most important factors because the way you get through a stealth environment that is the game. Right. Game, stealth games are about you getting from one point to another point without being discovered or without, like, trying not to be get discovered or trying not to have too many combat encounters. Right. So traversal is huge, and I just, for my taste, they do it extremely well. There's, They have a lot of, like, I, I don't know. They're, they're really big into using verticality. They're really big into, like, like, figuring out small sort of, like, ooh, I can fit through here if I do, you know. It, they yeah. are... They they love really complex you know well designed uh, environments I guess that that are conducive for interesting traversal so I think Redfall if I had to assume based on the, if listen if past this prologue I think it's gonna be pretty you think it's gonna sick. be pretty nice 
I think yeah. so. And you get to do it with friends. We've never had a game like that with friends that I can that I know of anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm thinking so another game that's similar to like Left 4 Dead, but like uh-huh. not zombies is Vermintide. Did you ever play that one? I didn't, but I always dude, I I all fuck. Like before I started streaming, I was trying to get into that game with a group of friends and they fucking really? wouldn't. Really? And it just got Dude, away from me. I think I me. still have Vermintide. I would totally play it with you. I really? Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they did a pretty good job of innovating. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while since I played it, but if I remember correctly, there were, like, different abilities per character and stuff. Dude, it looks cool. Like, I've watched a That's lot of fun. gameplay. I, and I, I, like I said, I love that genre. I just got bored with right. it because of what we've talked about. But that seemed yes. like a different. It's fantasy. It's it wizards. A yeah. 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 Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It. 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 it re- while it is extremely reminiscent of like Left 4 Dead and that sort, you right. can definitely tell they were they were trying to stand out a little bit, and I think they succeeded to a degree anyway. Yeah. That. That's. Um. When it comes to like genres that are getting a little too saturated, maybe oversaturated a little bit, just having a couple hooks that set yourself apart are so important. You know? Dude, yeah, that's all that matters. Like, even in a genre that I I really sincerely enjoy, you know? Th- listen, it's just another example of we got so many fucking games and not enough time to play them. Not enough time, dude, at all. Dude. Barely have time to play the games I'm already playing. Like, I know. dude, ugh, it's so sad. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, being a, being a fucking gamer is pain. Being a gamer is so hard. <laughs> being a hashtag gamer, real hard. Yeah. Okay, or was, were there anything, uh, any other things at the state of play that you were interested in? I want to say no. Uh, really? But, oh, can you hear me? He's really wanting to say no. Hello. Hi. Sorry about that. I accidentally lost you. <laughs> yeah, I, I just went silent. I was like, gosh, he he needs he needs to say no. That's all I can say now. He's this, literally speechless. I have to convey 100% of what I feel. It can't be off at all. I, I really, really had to think about it. Contemplate. <laughs> I muted my mic. Really had to think. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not there yet. Okay. Uh, but I can't remember, so I'm gonna I'm gonna skim through this trailer. Okay. Um. What trailer? Well, it was the state of play video, like the entire. Oh, thing. oh, the whole thing. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Here, I'll drop it in chat if you want to look at it. Okay. Honestly, I don't. I don't think there's a whole lot there. Like, they're doing a Moss Two, which was a cool VR game. What is Moss? Oh, a VR game. Yeah. Did you play the first? I did. I didn't finish it. But you know my feelings on VR. I'm not as much into it. But it was a cool game. Hmm. It was a cute little puzzle game where he plays a mouse. Oh, it's a puzzle game. That's And he plays a mouse? Yes. Oh, that sounds really cute. He's like run around through like little mazes and shit? Yeah, it's like uh, like fairy tale sort of like a little mo- a little a little moss a little mouse with like a, a leaf moss. and a little satchel and like maybe a small sword or something and like Aww, you know that so cute you gotta press on press the button to let the ma- the fairy out or you know that type of shit is that like a PlayStation exclusive type deal that game moss yeah it, yeah I'm pretty sure it's PlayStation VR only oh wow dang um, 
They did. They had some trailer for some sort of fucking Demon Slayer uh, game, which which is going to suck shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, as per usual with those anime game adaptations. Not great. That's a Uh, bummer. It is. Great. It is. And yeah, yeah, I agree on both fucking counts. Damn. Um, uh, Did they talk about Death Stranding, a director's cut or something? I'm looking. Yeah, they did. So is that just like more content? Yeah, it's actually it seems pretty robust. Like there, it looks like they're uh, kind of overhauling some of the combat, and they're adding. It looks like they're adding tools. So that game is that's another game all about traversal. Like that game is kind of only traversal, (laughs) and like I. I didn't think I wanted to replay it, but it like some of the new shit they're showing looks pretty fucking fun. Really? Uh, yeah. Like like pretty different. I mean, not really different, but I don't know that that game needed different necessarily. Uh, I thought Death Stranding was okay. I like I thought it was decent. I just thought it had a lot of goofy, dumb things in it too. Um, but, Dude, a mutual friend of ours loves that game. Yeah, I know. Which is, honestly, I think it's fair because I think it, it's kind of an incredible game. Like, the whenever I say it's it's a game all about traversal, I kind of say that, like, lovingly. You know, there's something, for me, something really satisfying about filling up your fucking pack with ten gigantic boxes and being like, I gotta get this shit safely from A to B, and there's a lot of danger between here and there. Oh man, that's so. I still really don't know, and I haven't seen much on that game, dude. That's like I, I've wanted to play it for a long time. Yeah. Um, but it's just so expensive. Does it go on sale? Uh, yeah, I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure. I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to look. Like I would, I would probably spend like twenty bucks on that game. Yeah. Yeah, hmm, that's tough. Because in my case, I have it. And I, right. so, like, I, ha- I, would, I have to decide on if I want to pay for an upgrade and, like, maybe, but I don't, I, my, my fucking stomach, you know, how, how much I can stomach to upgrade that game is pretty low, I think. Really? Yeah, my Damn. tolerance. Yeah, 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 for how much money you'd spend to play the same game again with minor right. changes. Yeah. Well, presumably minor changes. Like, it's, it seems like there's some pretty dope stuff, honestly. D- stuff that I would even want, as far as new sort of ways to get through the environment, new abilities. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Right, and when that is the game, the game is getting through the environment. Like, right. there's there are some segments where it's like, here's a flashback with a lot of combat, but those are, for the majority of the game, that's like a very small percentage. Most of the game is just traveling on foot, and there's some there's some, like, you know, car mechanics, and, like, you do a decent bit of that travel as well, but... It's all about managing your the resources you can fit on your back and on the cart that you roll behind you. And it's just fucking kind of fun and addictive in that sense. Um, I just don't know if I can do all those cutscenes over again because there's a fucking lot. A lot of cutscenes, really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, dude, I don't know shit about that game. If I were to play it, I'd be going in blind as fuck. Yeah. They're adding a whole, like, race, like, some sort of race thing to it as well, like a... Like racing? Yeah, like, almost like boxcar or some shit, but you build out the track. I don't know, it's a... It's a weird game that's, like... That seems really off-brand for what I have seen on the game, but okay. Well, I think, like, a lot of Kojima stuff, it... 
it does a really it does a ton of dumb shit, but it plays it straight. You know, like it does like right. A, it's like, hey, we're gonna be as silly as possible, but we mean it, assholes. I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna shoot these butterflies out of my mouth, and it's gonna be fucking dramatic as hell. Dude, yeah, they're super. Yeah, he, he yeah he does a lot of that with his games. I've it's, totally noticed it's that. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, so <laughs> they announced that, and like I don't know, like it seems pretty cool, and. If 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 that dude, if they release that upgrade for free for like PlayStation Plus users users or something, I would totally play that shit. But oh man, I just huh. don't know. If Maybe I they will. Any. Maybe they will. Yeah. Perhaps they will. What about the arcane arcane Geddon or whatever? Did you see anything on that that one? Wait, what? Wait. Ar- arcane Geddon. It's just another PlayStation thing they talked about. Yeah. What was that? Some I kind know. Of shooter. That sounds really familiar. Fuck. It just says it's like a new little shooter thing in uh-huh. early access. Um, they Splatoony. Sh- oh yeah, Do you that's know what I'm talking about. It's so funny you say that. Yes, because I we were making that comparison with chat, but uh, there are really yeah. Oh, there, did you stream it? The state of play. The state of play. Yes, I did. Oh damn. Okay. I wasn't going to until someone was like, hey, there's a state of play. And I was like, oh, let's stream it. Uh, let's watch together. Yeah. And whenever we were watching that thing, I was just like kind of dismayed. Like, God, there are just so many of these now. These like. Right. Splatoony, like goofy cartoon, like whatever multiplayer shooter type deals. Right. And they're all like fun, kind of, you know, fine, fun games to play. They, there's nothing right. wrong with them, but. They're just, you know, a lot of same, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's true. What about uh, Tribes of Midgard? I don't know. Not for me. Like, it, it's that Diablo, like, it's the Diablo kind of perspective. Um, and it seems like they're kind of, they're going for that combat as well. Very hack and slashy, just kind of run around. Doesn't seem like there's a whole lot to the combat itself. But it's more about base building and classes and maybe some multiplayer. I think they've, they showed some of that. Yeah, uh, I couldn't. I couldn't say. It just looks like very isometric from like this very brief thing I'm looking at. It's I don't know. It's pretty generic. I think. Um, they showed some stuff for Lost Judgment, which is cool, but I'm pissed that PS5 version is not free. Oh yeah. Oh, it showed seafood, didn't it? Yes, they did. Oh, that's cool. What about fist? It's like rabbit or something. Fist, hang on. Yeah, I remember that. It Forged was Forged and Shadow Torch. Yeah, I was about to say it was an acronym. Great. Uh, where is that? Sh- I want to. Forged and Shadow Torch. That is a goofy ass name. Wait, is that the one that's like? It, oh, is that the one? That it's like a fucking Journey to the West style ancient martial arts. You remember that that martial arts fucking conversation we had? Oh yeah, maybe actually. Because uh, this, I don't know, I can't tell. I'm pretty sure it is. Wait, hang on, let me see. I'm pretty it's sure like this a is side it. Side scroller, maybe. Side oh, never scroller. mind. The game I'm talking about is called Hunter's Arena Legends. Oh. Uh, I see this one now too. Okay, this just looks like uh, what is that one fucking game where you can make your characters? Yes. And then fight each other. Yes. What is that game? Uh, most of them. <laughs> No, uh, it's got, like, the guy who fights with his feet. And he's what? all backwards and flippy floppy. <laughs> Tekken? T- uh, maybe, no. 
Are you thinking uh, of Yoshimitsu? No, it's a fighting game. Tekken. Um, and maybe it is Tekken. They made Robbie Rotten from What the Fuck in it, and it looks really good. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Maybe You've it's lost Tekken. it. I think it is Tekken. What is that guy who fights with his feet? What is that guy? Oh, name? dude, yeah, Tekken has a pretty robust character. Oh, Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur also has a really good. Soul Calibur. Yeah. That is it. That is it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Soul Calibur has a pretty yes, great character Soul creator. Yes, Soul Calibur. So they made like Robbie Rotten and Soul Calibur, and it was really fucking funny, dude. <laughs> but there's this guy in Soul Calibur who like fights with his feet, and he's really fucking weird. Are you talking about Yoshimitsu? Or oh, uh, oh, fuck! You're talking. Oh god, what's his Z? name? His name starts with a Z. Uh, or something. wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, it's uh, so close. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah, he's a gimp. He's got the knives and he. Voldo! Voldo! Voldo, yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah! The guy's crazy. He, like, goes all backwards. Yeah. He's got, like. He does weird shit with his feet, I swear. How do you, how do you yeah, that guy's spell nuts. it? Voldo, V O L D O. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Here we go. There yeah, he is. Yeah, that guy. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, definitely, dude. I, uh. Look at his little butt cheeks. I was, unfortunately, I, I tried to get into Soul Calibur, but it didn't happen. Really? I played it a handful of times. It was fine. But, I mean, you know how I feel about fighting games. Well, here's my situation. My grandmother bought it for me and left it in the shopping cart at the store. <gasps> oh, no. What? Yeah, it's Soul Calibur 2, dude. The one with, the, with Spawn, because I got it for bought Xbox. Bought it and then left it in the cart? Yep. Got left in the car. Wait, so have you ever even played it? No, no, I've never played Soul Calibur 2. Whoa! Wait, have you ever played any Soul Calibur? Yes, I played oh, okay. the most the most recent one. Six? Five? I can't remember. Something. I don't know. And I've played the first one. Huh. Uh That is so interesting. Yeah. I, it, I don't remember which one it was. Maybe it was like Soul Calibur 4 or something. Uh, but I've I haven't played it in so fucking long. Yeah. I used to really God, like fighting so games well. a lot. Um, I, I think more as a kid than I do now because it fighting games were it was part like mechanical. Like I liked the mechanics of fighting games, but it was more mm -hmm. fighting games for a long time had the best crazy like weird characters of any sort of game. That's that is a good point. Yeah, like you have a point there. They had and like fighting games have classically just had amazing characters, and that's that was part of the fun. Of, like, right. having a favorite and putting him up against this guy. You know, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. But I think as I've gotten older, like, there, there's more variety in, I think, games in general now. So you can get pretty amazing cast of characters outside of fighting games. You know, just like Mass Effect. Uh, right. Yeah, most definitely. You yeah. Great characters anywhere. No, I, I don't know. I guess if I had to, like, boil down any genre I super, super care about now, it's just like a... Like a narrative, like story heavy sort of game, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. adventure game or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, you like don't I, like I would classify Mass Effect as that because it's pretty story heavy, right? Narrative, whatever. Disco Elysium. Granted, the <laughs> mechanics are entirely different, but yeah, I mean, it, my thing is like as long as it, it has a compelling story, I'll totally play the shit out of it. Right. Yeah, that's that's pretty true for me as well. I do have. There are some genres of games and some specific games that are just mechanics-based that I really like as well. Like yeah. some first-person shooter stuff like Doom or whatever, you know. I don't really care right. about the story in that. I don't really go there for that sort of stuff at all. But I think my primary interest is definitely going to be more what you're talking about. Like, 
Yeah. Really excellent world building, good characterization, you know, good stories, that sort of stuff. You know good what dialogue. game needs needs to happen? What game needs what, what, to happen? What game? Yeah, what kind of game? Wait, hang on. Let me think about this. You want you want a video game set in the Star Wars universe, that, but with no. the flood from Halo and no. developed by no. Naughty Dog. We already talked about this, and this is not how this works. Well, this is not how good ideas come to be. No, um, But it's what you want. It's not. <laughs> I, I, I would never want that in my life, ever. No, um, we need a competitor to The Sims in like the whole like life simulation genre that is not Paralives. Uh, but, like, we need to do that, and, like, it needs to also be multiplayer. Mm. Dude, can you fucking imagine? Yeah, like... That would be so explosive. That game would fucking go nuts. Dude, I... I, I like, I wish... I, I feel like I should. I want to like The Sims, but there is something that's always st- stood in my way, and it's, I think, the lack of the stuff we're talking about. It's because it's not multiplayer. There's no interactivity. You can't you can't play with friends and interact with friends. It gets boring. Well, yeah, but also there's no there's no like quest or story or whatever. Right, and but and there's no. I kind of want there to be more consequence almost. Like everything seems pretty consequence free. Like oh my sim just died. Oh well, you know there's no like stakes. Or oh, anything. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. And I think that. I think additionally with that, it's because, like, there's no, nothing happening. You can't fail. There's no failing. Right. There's no, like, oh, you didn't do the thing in time. Oh, like, da 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 I mean, I know there's, like, little, I mean, having played, like, The Sims 4 whatever the fuck it was, there's, like, little little aspiration quests and, like, little tiny shit like that. But, like, I think there's a lack of just, like, overarching, like, structure and, like, why am I playing this game? Right. It's, like, a huge make-your-own-fun type deal, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I mean, some people love it. Like, obviously, The Sims are fucking huge. But uh, I think it'd be like adding a multi. Like, right? You could have like a server of like thirty-two people. There's a neighborhood with obviously like a shit ton of NPCs yeah. or whatever. But it's yeah. like, dude, if you could play that game with your friends, like yeah. you walk down the street and you hear your friend's voice because there's like in-game chat, uh-huh. or like you call your fucking friend on the phone. Dude, please. <laughs> I'm telling you, that shit would be the next, like, GTA roleplay. I swear to God. Yeah. I was about to I say that. I swear. That's, that's pretty similar, except you just build up the world that you're living in as well. Right. And, like, instead of, like, I, I don't know. I feel like with The Sims, like, you can accommodate way more jobs and shit, right? Because, like, GTA kind of only fleshes out whatever you encounter in the, the first-person story experience. But, like, right. dude, The Sims, it's purely about, like, make your own shit. It's, like... You could be like, if you want to be a barista or if you want to be like a fucking nurse or blah, 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 blah. Like, dude, I feel like that would expand the possibilities for like building your little character for sure. so much. And dude, if it were multiplayer. Yeah. I can only imagine how fucking insanely popular that would get. Oh my God. I think it would fucking explode. I mean, like, look at Paralives. It's literally just a competitor to The Sims. Like, in terms of like gameplay innovation, I don't, it doesn't look like they're innovating too terribly much. Um, and like yeah. the support that they're getting is fucking massive. Well, that's like a genre that would be really difficult to innovate in because of how complex those games are. Like, oh my, it's crazy. It's yeah. nuts. And that's also why they don't innovate in that genre in the way that they might in other genres because they're so unbelievably systemically complex. You know, right. there's so much going on in those games. 
that it would be harder to have real like you know noticeable changes that don't break the fucking game wide open you know right yeah um i'm looking at his patreon now the guy who's developed the main guy who's developing it now uh paralyzed his name is alex mass mm-hmm. uh but he gets forty five thousand dollars a month um, god just, damn yeah dude just short of ten thousand patrons um and um has since he so he worked on it solo for a while and has since hired an animator, programmer, 3D artist, another programmer, producer, etc., composers. Um, he's hired a lot more people to help with the development of the game. It's fucking exploded, which like just showcases that there is a definite like want and need in the market for like more games like this. And right. I feel like multiplayer would be such a welcome j- adjustment or change or just sort of innovation for that game yeah. genre. I think what you're saying though. The very thing you're saying is kind of indicative of why there's not much in the way of, like, you know, development innovation. It seems with has as many people as he's adding with, through the money that he's making, whatever, seven or eight new employees or contract workers mm-hmm. or whatever, that's still not enough to make the big sort of sweeping changes for the genre. You know, like... Oh, yeah. Dude, it's, yeah. It's very similar to... One of my big interests in games, I, I talk about this a lot, I know, so sorry for f- fucking being a ro- broken record, but Immersive Sims. Like, we're talking right. about Deathloop, we're talking about Redfall. All of these games have their roots in immersive simulation. And the reason why there's not a glut of those sorts of games is because they're very systemically complex. And, and just so difficult to develop exactly. and, and produce. And, and make well. so much that goes into it, yeah. Because they're... Not only it, make it all, but yeah, yeah, I mean, make it, just make it all. But right. Make well is a whole other fucking ballgame. Like, making puzzles is not an easy task, and to make them in this no. very complex piece of software, and not just make a puzzle, but make something, you know... You have to make the, the fucking pieces to solve the puzzle, too. Right. I mean, you have to make multiple solutions to the puzzle. Dude, just doing a puzzle or riddle, and this is something I was actually talking about yesterday with the completion of these, like, escape rooms. I was just like, to make a puzzle or problem or something and make it a good problem, like, right. it takes a certain breed. Like, it's so easy to make a shitty problem that doesn't, like, sort of you know, that's too easy, holds your hand, or is, like, too, way too fucking hard, and, like, right. there's just no fucking way you can solve it. But, like, a good puzzle is something that sort of leads you to the answer and guides you to find it for yourself. Right, you without, know? right, find it for yourself exactly, not solving it for you, but pointing you right. in the right direction so that you can solve it. Yeah, it's, it's or game not dis- just being fucking good luck, figure it out, you know, right. like, absolutely no guidance. As it turns out, Boney, game design is really hard, and it's a skill that you have to develop. Like, you can either be good or bad at game design, and if you want to be good at it, you have to do it for a long time you to sharpen. Practice, yeah, you have right. to you have to hone those skills, you know. And so, yeah. like, yes, it's hard to develop puzzles and systems that are complex and that make sense and that are fun to engage with. All that is e- extremely difficult by itself. But also in video games, you have to construct the world for those games to be played in. You know, it's an impossibly complex task. It's why we don't have many games in that genre, you know, because they're such an investment resource wise. And while the fan base is very hungry for those games, it's not a very big fan base. So for most like, you know, fucking dude, the Sims. What about it? 
has to have like hell of dude the sims is so accessible oh yeah yeah for sure i'm i'm not talking about the sims i'm talking about you're talking immersive, about like immersive sims yeah i'm talking about immersive oh sims. sure 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 but like what i yeah i mean that's kind of a small dedicated like niche exactly thing. what i would yeah. say about sims is that it's also pretty niche it's it's a huge niche and there's not a lot of room for competitors there's people... There's no room. No one does it. This is the only guy who's doing it. Right, and part of that is because The Sims have monopolized that category. Like, it's going to be really hard for anyone to come along with a Sims competitor and make a splash. It's the same reason why for years there was no big competitor to fucking pro wrestling in North America because the one brand that there was was so goddamn gargantuan and successful that just to make a competitor, you're going to have to fucking lose and fucking shit money for a long time until you can finally start to make a little bit of money back, you know? Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. Yeah, they no, just... No, I mean, this, this dude launching this whole campaign or whatever has been met with, like, fucking insane support from the whole like life sim community like right. ob- i mean obviously i guess he's yeah i mean just short of ten thousand patrons which is fucking nuts yeah that is nuts you know what is the f- it, from it, what i can see anyway just kind of theorizing the solution to this issue uh it's technology like if we can if if developers can figure out a way to automate some of these systems that we're talking about that make the sims so complex and, and procedurally generate some of the content even. But, like, be good, high quality as well. Not j- And that's the hard part. The hard part is to figure out a way to procedurally generate content, like gameplay content, puzzles, dialogue, story. But it also... Oh, dude, you can't... Yeah. Not you, yet. I, mean, I think that we will be. One, one day we'll be able to. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I think... I, and that's why I feel very secure in my job <laughs> as a software developer right. is... I don't think we'll ever get to a point where we have machines coding other machines. And, like, when it comes to creativity Uh, or anything like that, I mean, this can be – this is extremely evident. And Google has, like, some sort of, like, image. Like, it makes its own art or something. And it's just like, dude, it's not art. Yeah, that's not really what I'm talking about. There's just a human touch. Right. For stories or puzzles or whatever else. It just needs that human touch, I think. Right now. I think that one – I really think that one day – those lines will probably be blurred to in in a way where yeah i'm not talking about humans i'm not talking about being able to communicate with a robot and be convinced i'm not talking about the turing test but i am kind of i am kind of talking about the turing test delivered via art i think that one day we'll be able to get to a point where we can make some sort of modular system where all the where the pieces can be put in place but at a hyper complex level by a by some sort of algorithm or whatever that can make for new and unique content that's actually pretty good. That's what they tried to do with Skyrim, actually. All those really, yeah, those the the caves and stuff. Like they were trying to procedurally generate content. It just sucked. I that like oh. I think that one day maybe w- we can get to the point where that is so sophisticated that they're actually putting out pretty good content that's kind of modular you know kind of like the, it's the no man's sky thing like those planets it's just like a never-ending story essentially like a campaign that never ends yeah maybe maybe that's maybe oh, and i think that's it's, i think that's very very far in the future if that is a thing at I, all i dude i, I, I foresee I don't that being very so. difficult really here's why and here's why you look at what's the first uh or not the first hang on let me look at the um the original run of elder scrolls what's that one that's uh it's a never-ending... No, it's before... 
Elder Scrolls. Um, Black Eye. No, not Black Eye. Oh, Isle. fuck. Oh, my God. Um, Daggerfall. Or is it Arena? Daggerf Daggerfall? I don't know. Uh, I think it's Daggerfall. I mean, Daggerfall is definitely earlier, but. Let me see. I'm not sure what you're looking for. Um, realize the game world the size of Great Britain. 15, 1,500 towns, a population of 750,000. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Daggerfall had this enormous world, a lot of it procedurally generated. Um, and you look at the complexity of that, which came out in 1994, and then you look at the complexity of something like No Man's Sky that came out in 2016. And, like, that's that's a decent chunk of time. That's, what, 20 years. But if you look mm -hmm. at the complexity of those games, it is shocking, shocking how much advancement right. they, there's been. And basically the same idea. Just create a procedurally generated world. They did it the so size... So that you can, it can be huge or whatever. Right. They did it the size of Great Britain in 94. That was the standard. That was as big as they had ever done it. In 2016, right. they made a, an endless universe. I, I don't... literally infinite. Right. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility just to make i'm not i'm not saying like pulitzer prize winning grammy winning music oscar nominated movies I, that sort of thing seems a long way off but small bits of storytelling like notes documents left behind that sort of thing like like flavor text cult like to kind of color in the lines of a big big beautiful world i think the god i don't know i, I think so uh, Dude, have you ever like talked to fucking what it what like the little uh, online little chatbots where you talk to like a little AI? Like, I don't yeah. know. I just feel it. I, I feel like it would. We're pretty far off from it being able to even generate dialogue that is believable and not absolutely nonsense. Right, but any you're sort of working dialogue in a, in a game specifically, you're working with a limited tool set, so they they have fewer things. There are fewer. Um, possibilities sure, yeah, to no, I mean, I know you mean instead of somebody's like, I fucked my aunt last night, or you know, just some bullshit, right? Like, to really throw it off, right? you can come like, up with anything, learning, yeah. yeah. And in a game world, like, say, if say you're just making you want to make proc gen content for you know, an MMO based in like a post apocalyptic future, or some shit like that, I know that's super trite and overdone, but right, sure. If you did, you're working within a limited scope, like, you're in. Let's let's take no man or uh, Fallout seventy six. Like you're in Boston or whatever, and right. within Boston, everyone died and at at the latest possible year. Everyone died in nineteen fucking fifty three because all the bombs went off. And so like you're working within these very specific parameters of potential stories to be told. I think that within maybe a couple decades, we can get it to the point where just stuff like that, like just little bits of storytelling and world building, can be done by machine learning or whatever convincingly not like everything right just enough to kind of fill in the fill in the world and to make like something a little, maybe procedurally generated like side quests or something right and you know what's crazy after all this fucking time explaining what i mean that's literally what they're trying to do with beyond good and evil 2 and i just fucking remembered dude it's happening it's already oh, wait they're beyond already doing... good and evil 2 yeah really i'm gonna let me look at that real quick it is i listen the I would I wouldn't be surprised if this game ever comes out because it's almost like they had this idea too it soon. Never comes out. I'll, I, like I'm saying, I wouldn't be surprised if it just never comes out. Oh. Because it is an amazingly complex idea. Really. That, yeah, it's like innovation 
to the degree and like whatever that No Man's Sky was in 2016. It's like that kind of what they've said about it, it doesn't seem possible with the kind of stuff like they're talking about. They're talking about like being able to generate cultures and languages and stuff. Oh, they were talking about procedurally generating assets. That's fucking wild. Yeah, and but also like stuff that you interact with on a gameplay level, like NPCs and stuff. Which I mean, that procedurally generated NPCs is not not uncommon, That's but crazy. I mean unique that have things to say. Like like Watch Dogs tried to do. They wanted every NPC in the game to be playable in Watch Dogs Legion. Like they're right. going they're going that step. They're taking that next step. Like, how do we make them even more compelling and realistic and seem like real people? It's fucking crazy. Yeah, from what I'm seeing here, a lot of their procedurally generated... I mean, it's the same sort of where they're trying to, like, procedurally generate, like, rocks and stuff, like the environment sort of deal. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but that's just this one article that I'm looking at. All, yeah, and I just want to say that, again, it wouldn't surprise me because... The guy who was originally leading this up, uh, Michel Ancel, is uh-huh. now officially gone from Ubisoft. Whoa, and, really? Yeah. He like he was there for several years in a kind of like, um, what's the word? Like, part-time director, sort of. Like, he was there to oversee and help, but he wasn't there to do a lot of work. While he, right. you, from what I understand, from what I've heard, they gave him that role while he was able to go outside of Ubisoft and found his own studio. And so he kind of, for a while there, he played two roles being this big guy at Ubisoft and also founding this new studio. And I think... Is that where he's at now? The new studio? Yes. From what I understand, he's officially moved over. And so the the projects he was working on and Michel Ancel, the reason I'm referencing him, he's, he's been at Ubisoft for years. He was the creator of the original Beyond Good and Evil um, and mm-hmm. he, he was leading up Beyond Good and Evil 2 and Wild, which is a game similar to Beyond, Beyond Good and Evil. It was a procedurally generated world, but it was based in prehistoric times. And so it was oh. all about, yeah, it was about like the development of cultures and societies. And what evolution. is this like title? What is he a producer? What does he do? Oh, who fucking, I mean, we could find out, but I have no clue. Yeah. Some sort of director, oh. producer, oh, okay. idea okay. guy, basically. Right. Okay. Um, but he, oh, but he's he left. left. Yeah. Wow. I wonder what's going to happen with Beyond Good and Evil 2 then. Who knows? It like, I love the first Beyond Good and Evil game. It's like basically mm-hmm. a Zelda clone. Um, but oh, it ha- really? Yeah, but it's, it's great. It has great music and like a really interesting story about like these, you know, aliens from fucking deep space that come back, come out and they, they basically enslave the race of, you know, the people of the planet that you live on. Whoa. And, like, you're a photojournalist, and you, you're, you like, trying to uncover this, like, crazy, you know. Anyway, it's it's cool. It's a really neat game. Huh. Um, but the sequel is, like, hey, let's try to do the most innovative thing that's ever been in video games. It's like, what? Like, what is this? Dude, from what I've seen, it, it's very reminiscent of, like, cyberpunk for me. I just saw some, like, big pig guy or yeah. something. Yeah. Oh, That's wait. It's, like, the only anything I've seen in that game. Yeah, Paige. He, uh, he's a big character in the first game. He's a big, important character. The pig? Yeah. Oh, his name is Paige? Yes. It's P-E-Y apostrophe J or something like that. Oh. Um... Huh. But it's a really cool world, like a lot of anthropomorphic animals that are just people, you know, like whatever they all that. That's like our game. 
Yeah, exactly. The Adventures of Pierna. Pierna's Travels. Pierna's Travels. Yeah, so I don't know what the fuck oh, is going man. on. Well, that's exciting. I guess in due time we will see if they can procedurally generate even side quests and missions and, and minute bits of story. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that has to be the solution. There is There aren't enough people... Like that are in the industry and money in the industry to kind of to make the kind of games that we want to get to eventually. That consumers want right, like yeah, said, dude. If you could procedurally generate quests, story, narrative, like that sort of stuff, like you could literally have the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, it's just an endless game. You can create life. You're you're making little digital universes. Like you're making. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it gets to a point where it's like kind of weird. Yeah, that is kind of scary. I don't know, um, <laughs> dude. Something that's seemingly endless to me is fucking MMOs, like mm -hmm. MMORPGs. Mm -hmm. Bro, there's so many quests in those motherfuckers. Has anybody done all the quests in anything? I don't. Any MMO? I'm not willing to believe that anyone has. <laughs> right? That's no a ton of content. It's ridiculous. Like. I would love to play Final Fantasy fourteen all the way through because the story, from what I understand of those games, or I say, I've heard a lot about that game actually. Dude, it's great! I've only ever played the first F Realm Reborn, which is like the first story, uh -huh. uh, and it's fucking great. But there are God. like four expansions that are all like the length of a regular Final Fantasy, and from right. what I've heard, dude, they're awesome. But I just don't. Uh, yeah, I've heard nothing but fucking great things about that game. Really. Yeah. Uh, one thing that we can procedurally generate is our love for our listeners. Yeah, dude. Listen. Thank you for listening. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, I said, I gave them... <laughs> write, a, write a goddamn review, please. <laughs> I gave them a command. I said, listen, and they listened. How can, how could, how, you couldn't ask for a better fucking What else audience. can you ask for? What else yeah. can you fucking ask for? It's literally in their name. They're doing exactly wow. what they need to do. Thank you, listeners, but also review is what that would be good too. Yeah, thank you, but also if we could just ask for a couple more tiny little favors. <laughs> <laughs> Tell a friend. <laughs> <laughs> a little cooth. Ha <laughs> ha.